0: Look at the other Kansas City teams in sports. Here's Jillian Carroll and Uno Cero. What's up? What's up? You are listening to Jillian Carroll and Uno Cero Thursday night, eight p.m. on six ten Sports Radio. Thanks for joining us, Chris. It's another amazing weekend.
1: Very good weekend, Kansas City sports.
0: Another one. I feel like this is three in a row, maybe.
1: I think it's cause of us. Oh clearly. We can we can <laughs> at least we can at least uh passively take credit for the success <laughs> that Kansas City Sports has had in all platforms since we started doing this show uh October twenty fifth. I think we can just very comfortably say that this is us. So show number four.
0: Definitely. The teams that we're covering heavily are doing very, very well. A couple of teams in the city are nine and one well one's 9-1 one, and 1. Yeah. But it's worth mentioning. So obviously Chiefs over the Cardinals last weekend. The Mavericks, Kansas City Mavericks coming in hot, 9-1 one, and 1 best start in the team history. That's exciting. And obviously Sporting Kansas City got the job done over the weekend to move on to the conference final. So it's it's been a good weekend.
1: Yeah, then you you KC, they 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 have been playing some really good teams close, at least for most of the game. They they gave Utah, U, a UConn, a little bit of a run for their money for most of the game, and then you know UConn pulls away. Um, but like they were, they've been playing teams really tough for most of the game early on. So you're seeing good basketball there. Um, certainly want to look out for them as well. Um, there's a lot of really talented teams that are playing, uh, you know, playing in, in their seasons right now. We got high school football. We're going to catch up with Bink later on the show. Uh, high school football really grinding uh, towards the end of the season right now. They're pushing towards their state championships. Kansas State Championships will be uh, next weekend. And uh, the Class 6 Missouri State Championship is also next weekend. But Classes 1 through 5 will be the weekend after So we've got a lot of really good sports here coming up. I think Casey Comets is coming up here pretty soon as well. coming in a
0: couple weeks.
1: So we've got a lot of really good sports to cover. I know Johnson County, uh, uh, Community College men's and women's teams uh, have their seasons going on right now. Mm -hmm. Rockhurst, they are uh, going deep. They got a win last week against uh, uh, not Liberty North. Lee Summit (laughs) North. You heard that game on 1660 to score. (laughs) They're going to be taking on Blue Springs and uh, Kelly Donahoe. Uh, hearts out to him i know he got his cancer diagnosis Uh, he revealed that earlier this week Uh, um, so definitely uh, hearts out to him for that Uh, and so that's going to be a really tough game for for rockhurst Uh, we're going to have that covered on 1660 to score on saturday 1 p.m i believe is the start time for that game uh we got a lot of really good sports going on right now here in kansas a lot
0: of good stuff park university doing their thing men's and women's basketball Uh, got started a little bit on the slower side we'll hear from both coach Klein and coach Cooper today Um, we will also hear from their volleyball coach coach Telemontes Uh, I got a chance to go out there today and spend some time with all three coaches and they're just it's just I had a blast every time I go there and see them it's just um, the pure spirit of sport you know they're (laughs) giving each other crap and they're They're saying, oh, I got the court, then you got the court, and they're hopping on the bus to go on a um, – both teams, men and women's basketball, headed out to um, Fulton, Missouri today, uh, tonight. Actually, I think they're playing right now. Um, But it was really cool to just go back and see um, the coaches working together. And Park University is going to be our focus college of the show, so we'll get into that a little bit later. But, um, you know, bringing up high school, bringing up college – that time period in between yesterday, we have to stop and highlight the fact that yesterday was NCAA Division One and Two early signing day, national letter of intent day for basketball, soccer, volleyball. We're basically saying everything but football.
1: everything but football, because football's <laughs> this the the seasons are still going on right now. You still got state playoffs, state championships being decided right now. So the the, the uh, early signing period for division 1 for football does not start until December 19th uh we're definitely going to have to bring on Jay Binkley again to talk about that mm-hmm. because that's going to be really interesting there's some certainly uh some good players here in the city that we could see signing with some of the big division 1 division 2 programs but yeah besides that uh we yeah division 1 basketball started yesterday that goes up until the 21st of this month and uh you know that and then as far as the uh, other Division One and Two sports uh, outside of basketball, those started yesterday. And the final signing date for those sports is August 1st of next year. Mm-hmm. So you have a pretty big window there for uh, athletes around the city to sign with uh, D1 and Two schools. So it'll be really interesting, interesting to see uh, how some of these athletes decide what they're going to do beyond their high school years.
0: And I have to take a minute to shout out the Kansas City Athletic Soccer Club, KCASC, the coach that I, the club that I coach in. So, yeah. Um, Of course, course we have to shine some light. But if you just look, if you scroll through their Twitter feed, we have girls um, from the club signing at. Missouri State, K-State, Michigan State, Northern Iowa, dun, 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 dun. go Panthers. Oh, oh, yeah, that was you. <laughs> um, she's, no, she she's just turning this into her own show No, I'm not. Is she doing this, Julio? She's just turning
1: this into her own show. No, we're shining light on
0: <laughs> these phenomenal women who are signing letters of intent to go play college and listen to the schools. Michigan, K-State, K-State, Creighton, um, Northwest Missouri, KU, um, of course, you and i (laughs)
1: see i told you and it continues Uh, it continues
0: (laughs) no but big name schools um the talent coming out of kansas city now obviously these are i'm looking at the the girls here from the ecnl program um they're doing amazing things and doing some really big things at big schools not only locally but they're going to be doing some things at big schools so putting kansas city on the map proud of you girls keep it up um That is always an exciting thing as a former player who got to sign one of these letters and now wearing my coaching hat. It's really cool to see so many women, so many young ladies um, following their dream and using sports to get either a free education or just continue their career. So shout out to them. I'm very proud of them.
1: And then uh, we got got to talk about this uh, U.S. men's national team.
0: We could st- start with the women, though. Start on a positive, if you want. No, we need
1: to get this out of the way <laughs> okay. before we start talking about the nice stuff. I like to get the bad news first before I get the good news. Okay, we can do this that. this. U.S. Men's National Team, they embarrassed us <laughs> earlier today. Earlier today, I'm going on my afternoon walk at, at work, two <laughs> thirty, and I'm watching and I'm seeing the United States Men's National Team get destroyed by England. They played old ass Wayne Rooney.
0: Way Rooney, old ass,
1: (laughs) barely walk, knees don't work properly, just creaking out there like a rusty machine, and we get United States. We got destroyed three nothing, three nil, three nil. That was embarrassing to to see that score. To see this men's team, they don't even have a coach right now. Mm. They can't. I'm pretty sure they're waiting until the end of the of the Major League Soccer season so they can figure out who they're going to uh, who they're going to what team they're the what coach they're going to try to poach maybe they try to go after Peter Vermees. i know that there's been uh talks of him being linked to that i think he's the coach they need but not the coach they want but there certainly is going to be some talk with him they're oh, going to yeah. try their best to get him i don't think they're going to get
0: him no i don't think he's going anywhere i think they've been trying for years and i don't think they're he's going anywhere however i think that they should take a page out of his book and yes. find someone who is like as rigid and structured and um, demanding of not only the players but the support staff and all of the everyone involved to be on the same page or get off yes. the they,
1: they right now they're embarrassing us. They are embarrassing you know, us.
0: We've we've seen some better, more organized teams. Um but this is obviously a transition period. Um so look, there's talented players, there there's pure talent. You can't not you can't say that there's not.
1: There's talent. Uh, absolutely
0: but the team needs to yes i agree the team needs they're to, embarrassing <laughs> I mean, and
1: this was embarrassing to watch
0: this was, team you know it was not this. great it was really cool to watch a game played at wembley that you know was our united states guys at wembley that's got to be cool for them um but yeah it wasn't wasn't much to it, talk was, about it was it
1: was embarrassing and uh frankly we need to do better we need to do better than losing three nothing to wayne rooney who can barely walk but somehow some way they beat us 3 nothing. Yes. All right, gets it Get to, the, get but to the positive on a positive. Gets it a positive. Duncan
0: and a drumroll please. Your US women's national team completed the 2018 year undefeated. Undefeated. They reached their 500th win uh and then their 501 wins with their last one against Scotland. Um so cool to watch this team. What Jill Ellis does and what she's able to get out of these women, as far as mixing up the rosters, starting eleven is very fluid. Uh, people playing in multiple positions, but the caliber of play, the, excuse me, the quality of play never falters, never wavers. Uh, they are a they are amazing to watch. Um, just come together and crush it. So, Alex Morgan is one. To focus on, twenty five goals in twenty six games. I mean, there. I mean, my future ex wife. Like, what do we? No, it's
1: my future ex wife.
0: What what can we say about this? This We're gonna
1: have to fight after the show for who who gets to divorce her first to the death. (laughs) No, because we can't have a we we need a we need a producer for the show, Julio. (laughs) We were teaching Jillian earlier. She can take over. (laughs)
0: i will take all your. Yeah, jobs.
1: she'll just do the producing and the hosting, and then I'll just get kicked off the show.
0: I'll just have like a. <laughs> I'll change my voice and answer my own questions.
1: She's going to pretend to be me and you.
0: Have a conversation. That's <laughs> what the Emmy does for. her. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I'll just bring it and set it where you're sitting. Yeah, just put it right
1: here, <laughs> and I'll just leave. You can just set it right here and put no, headphones on it.
0: In all serious, in all seriousness, uh, the U.S. Women's National Team has to be. It's. We have to be so proud of this team, um, what they're doing, what they consistently do. World Cup champs, 91, 99, 2015. Runners up, 95, 03, 07, um, and 11. And then obviously the gold medals, 96, 04, 08, 12. Silver medal in 2000. I mean, they're just killing it. So um, we should be very proud of them. Um, It's a tough time for the men's team, but I think it's a positive time for the women, and I think people should recognize that. Um, They can... Obviously, now they're done for the this year, the 2018 year. However, the road to France, Women's World Cup, will be played in France in June. And guess who's going? You? Yes! I'm thrilled. Oh, really? I, I will be there. I will be taking uh, one of my teams there. And we will get to play with PSG. Oh, we'll wow. play some friendlies. We'll have a training session with their coaches We'll do some. You
1: gonna get us some nice Jordan gear. I'll work on that. Bring some Jordan gear <laughs> we'll back. I'll work for on us.
0: that for you. But uh, play some friendlies. Obviously, do some sightseeing and catch one of the U.S. women's women's games. So we're I'm stoked. We're gonna be. It's. Really I think cool.
1: the the interesting thing about this U.S. women's team is the fact that they have stayed hot throughout this time period yeah. outside of the World Cup because you we saw Germany. Germany won the, uh, won the World Cup a few years ago. They, they came in this year, and they just got slapped all over the place. Mm-hmm. They got slapped all over the place in group play. They did not play well at all, and that was the team that everybody looked at and was like, they are one of the three teams that you expected to win. They didn't even make it out of group play. So we, it is very difficult to stay this good this long over this period of time. This women's team has done it. They have stayed good for a long period of time, and they, you know, haven't suffered a whole bunch of change as far as what their lineup is, as far as the key players goes. No, but uh, they can. That's the thing. They can, but they haven't. And that's that's really mm-hmm. good because continuity-wise, because you know how you know, important chemistry is, oh, yeah. especially when you get into those big tournaments like that? Yep. It's really, really important. So it's really good that all the players on the team, they've been playing together for a while now. They've won together for a while now. And they, they're still winning even after having that big success so many years ago. Now, 2019, they look to be in prime position to be able to try to capture another World Cup championship. I'm really excited about this Women's World Cup.
0: I cannot explain my excitement. I will try to keep it calm right now, but it's going to be amazing. Um, Going there is going to be insane. But just watching them, they're... They're amazing. So they continue to raise the bar. But when we return, we will hear, we'll talk a little bit more soccer. We'll get into high school football. We sat down with Bink and picked his brain a little bit. Uh, So don't go anywhere. We'll be back soon. All that talk about U.S. women's soccer has me so excited. (laughs) They are crushing it. Undefeated an entire year. What team do you know that went undefeated for a year? Alabama. An entire year, yeah. three hundred sixty-five days. Them has
1: done that. They've, that's, uh, they, but that's
0: not fair like that's <laughs> like two of their seasons, like from January to, to December.
1: <laughs> they can't control how many games <laughs> they play. They can only play the games on their schedule, and they just keep winning.
0: Okay, how many games though? Because I guarantee the women's national team played more than them.
1: They but they won. They okay, played more you. games. I will give you that. <laughs> I'm not arguing that. They can only play the number of games on their schedule, and they just keep winning. I think okay. we should drug test.
0: Oh Jesus. Um, I just love that team, man. I love them. Players like Rapino. You, you're
1: just using this as a way to brag about you going to the women's No, room? I'm
0: talking what? about players like Megan Rapino in her 30-plus years of age, played forever, coming back from a meniscus. She's done her ACL, and she comes back, and she still is getting better and better. And if you talk to her like we did uh, when they came to Kansas City in July, had her on the show, um, she still holds herself responsible as far as needing to improve every year. And she always says it's like people like her and Becky Sauerbrunn, the leaders of the team, that it's almost like their destiny is controlled by how well their leaders continue to grow. So I have an utmost respect for them. And, yes, I'm done with the U.S. women's soccer team. Okay, <laughs> moving on.
1: So uh, <laughs> earlier I caught up with uh, Jay Binkley from Bink at Night. You can hear him. Uh, weeknights, 6 to 9 p.m. Also on Sundays, whenever the Chiefs do not play at noon, from 10 to noon, um, he is... The biggest football expert that we have here at Six Ten, probably the biggest football expert that we have in the city. I don't really feel like you can name anybody on the top of your head that's a bigger expert. It's a fair statement about football besides but like focused on high school
0: football or just in general. Any
1: football in general, he he's a bigger expert on bigger expert on uh, pop wonder football than anybody in this city. Okay, he's a bigger expert on intramural football than anybody in this city. And earlier, I caught up on I caught up with him. Uh, in regards to the big slate of high school football that we got going on this weekend. And uh, he had some great insight. Here it is. Joining us now is the esteemed football guy here at 610 Sports Radio. The guy who uh, pilots the ship 6-9 to Monday through uh, Friday. And on Sundays 10 to noon, whenever there's not a Chiefs game at noon, that would be one Jay Binkley. Bruno Cero, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, and we've got a nice slate of uh, matchups in the uh, as the uh, as the high school football season winds down. We've got some really good local teams here going deep into their state playoffs. Uh, starting over on the Missouri side, we have got uh, in Class Five Staley and Ford Osage. Uh, tell us about this matchup here uh, as you live in the area around where Staley is. Tell us about how this matchup is is going to play out here on the Missouri side. Well, Staley's
2: one of these teams. Won the state championship last year. Looking for that other one. The school hadn't been in existence very long. They've already won two state titles. Of wow. course, one under Fred Bouchard. Fort Osage is a mystery. This is a team that uh, I think returned, what, 10 starters on offense this year and had a lot of expectations. But Fort Osage found a way to lose four games. They won their 7-4 and four. This year, so they did lose the four. But uh, look for Staley, man, just to keep on rolling in this game. I mean, they're just too tough to beat at this time. They've got the experience. And they have a lot of guys uh, with rings on their fingers. Uh, so look for Staley, of course. This is a, uh, only they, they, they've they moved it back a week. So this is basically the quarterfinals. And then they have the semifinals next week against Battle or Fort Zemalt uh, West out of St. Louis.
1: Then you also have on the Missouri side uh, a game that we are going to have on uh, 1660 Saturday afternoon, 1 p.m. Rockhurst, Blue Springs. Big-time matchup. Uh, Rock had a, they got a big win, close game, very low scoring last week, uh, and now against uh, Lee Summon North. And now you've got a big matchup against Blue Springs, against Kelly Donahoe. How's this matchup going to go? It's uh, just a wild week, of course,
2: uh... You know, thoughts go out to Kelly Donohoe. Yep, Prayers out to him. Unfortunate diagnosis. Blue Springs High School former quarterback at Kansas, uh, battling, battling uh, time of his life. Be going undergoing chemo, and and so best of luck to Kelly Donahoe. But this is the classic Kansas City rivalries. This is one of the best matchups of the year that we always look forward to during the regular season: Rockhurst versus Blue Springs. I remember in uh, in two thousand. Rockhurst would win it. Two thousand and one, Blue Springs would win the state title. The next year, Rockhurst or Blue Springs would win it. Next year, Rockhurst. They just went back and forth for like four years, winning the state title. Rockhurst got the upper hand on Blue Springs earlier this year, seventeen to nothing. So Rockhurst, (laughs) at this point, is everything is coming together with them. They're just too physical. And uh, just too good at what they do.
1: You'll be able to hear that game Saturday, one o'clock on Sixteen Sixty. Score: Mark Miller, Ross Casho will have the call for you. Going over to the Kansas side now, uh, Class Six A, Blue Valley North, Olathe North, big time matchup over here of uh, local Kansas schools. How do you see that matchup going out, man? Blue Valley North, it's just this is a team that started out at the beginning of the year
2: struggling. They had the bet, they have the best player in the Kansas City metro area. Leads the uh, city in passing yards per game, and yardage in Graham Mertz. Alabama offered a scholarship to Graham Mertz. You know how tough that is for Alabama to come up to Kansas City and want somebody? <laughs> they actually offered Danielson Ek of Rockhurst. That is the first player in 36 years of Rockhurst, all that talent they had that Alabama's wanted. Graham Mertz, the quarterback of Blue Valley North, is headed to uh, the University of Wisconsin. He's not going to Bama. But last week was a tough game. You know, they go against the team and, and beat Gardner-Edgerton. Gardner-Edgerton has really turned things around. Marvin Diener's gone now, but they've turned around the, the former home of Bubba Starling. They beat them 49-28 to 28 last week. Undefeated Gardner. Blue Valley, Blue Valley North's taken three losses this year, but they're state champions. They got the experience. They got the best quarterback in the Metro. So I'd look for, uh, and I don't want to slight Olathe North, 9-2 team. But, man, this Blue Valley North team, they get this time of the year. Just a different
1: ball club, man. Then we got another matchup over this time in Class 5A. we got got uh, Jillian St. Thomas Aquinas Saints. Oh, is that Jillian's school? Yeah, it's Jillian's school. She uh, she has not had a ton of faith in them thus far. We were telling her that they were going deep in these playoffs. Oh, she better start getting <laughs> fitted for a state championship. She should ring, be, yeah. it will be this year. And they're playing I against, would almost
2: guarantee it at this point.
1: They're playing Olathe West, uh, a school that I didn't even know... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they had a football team. You know Olathe West <laughs> last year went undefeated?
2: They also lost every single game as well. Oh, really? they didn't play. (laughs) Olathe West didn't exist, and all of a sudden, poof. Imagine that. You you start a high school, and all of a sudden you find yourself in the semifinals in the first year. It's like, I feel like the Vegas Knights
1: in hockey last year. The
2: long-suffering fans that finally got a franchise, and they're in the Stanley Cup. Or Staley. That's West. Or Staley. Yeah, they don't don't know how to lose. They don't. They're not turning the semifinals. You know how many schools never even make it to the semifinals? They've played one year in Osorio. Ruskin. Ruskin. Look, what we're looking at, look what happened to our schools, man, our alma maters. They're, they're trying to make that comeback.
1: My team can't win a Are playoff And the school's game. already in it. Uh, that's, I'm envious.
2: I'm very envious. St. Thomas because. Aquinas has been building for this moment. Randy Dryling's an incredible coach. Of mm-hmm. course, he turned around uh, Hutchinson Salt Hawks and did a great job. And when he came to Kansas City, we've seen this influence of Western Kansas. Dustin Delaney that was a former assistant of uh, Randy Dreiling at Hutch, won a state title at East. He moved on to Colorado, and I think he moved on from there too. I don't even think he's coaching uh, right now, but that'll be uh,
1: certainly a fascinating game. And then we've got the team that has uh, pretty much dominated oh. over on the Kansas side, Bishop Meage taking on Baser Linwood. This Meage team, they, I, I, and early in the season, they lost the game to Rockhurst. Against a team that they're kind of overmatched against Rockers, overall. A
2: Missouri-class yes. team yes. in the semifinals, and this is a Kansas-class four team.
1: Yes, and it was it was a good game. Bishop Meage has dominated over on the Kansas side for years. Uh, they're playing Baser Linwood. How do you see this one playing? Well,
2: Baser Linwood's a pretty good team, too. They're 10-1, but it's not Bishop Meage good. We've got four straight state titles for Bishop Meage. They win this one. That's one for the Thomas. They're the Alabama of Kansas State football. I mean, they're good enough. Actually, I mean, they could compete for a class Kansas Class Six A title. They could compete. You for think Kansas. so? Do you think so? They, they lost this year to St. Thomas Aquinas. uh did beat them this year, but if they rematched them, who knows? Flip a coin on that one. They could compete on the Missouri side. They could compete. It's uh it's truly one of the uh, special programs in the state of Kansas. But uh, tough to beat, especially when they're in Four A and they could be in Six A.
1: Tons of great matchups on the Missouri side, on the Kansas side, and in the world of high school football. Next week, we've got uh, was it the Kansas State Finals going on next week. Yeah, right after Thanksgiving, the Kansas mm-hmm. and the Missouri. It's is the week is, after. Well,
2: class six of Missouri is, is next week. Okay. But it's the one through five is the following week. They're all in Columbia this year. Um, they play them down in Columbia. It used to be always at the Edward Jones Dome. In yes, St. Louis, yes. Which was great. Kansas separates them. Emporia, Hutch, Pittsburgh. They play them at the same time. And it's dumb because if you wanted to go watch all these games, you have to pick one. In Missouri, they do them in one place where you can actually sit there and watch the other teams play. It makes too much sense in (laughs) Sarah.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for uh, talking high school sports with me and uh, Jillian. I am certainly looking forward to seeing what the uh, results play out this week and how we go into the state championships next week in Kansas and for most of the state championships over on the Missouri side the week after. Thanks for being on with us, Bink. All right, man. Talk to you soon. That was uh, Jay Bankley from Bink at Night. Uh, As stated before, make sure that uh, you tune in to The Rock. Take on Blue Springs Saturday afternoon, 1 p.m., that's Ross Casho, Mark Miller on the call. Uh, they're going to have a great one for you as we see how far Rockhurst can go.
0: Always good to see Bink. Have him around. He's fun. Good job, Bink. <laughs> hey, if you have forgotten, you still have time. Um, here at 610, we are trying to feed 1,000 families for Thanksgiving this year. And we're working with Della Lamb Community Services. Um, who are we talking about? Show and Vern.
1: Show and Vern. They're...
0: And CDOT and Fanning. We're all at Old Shawnee Pizza today collecting turkeys. I think they did a good job. I don't know the exact numbers, but I saw baskets on baskets of turkeys. So thanks for all the contributions. If you didn't make it out there today, you can still go online, 610sportsradio.com, and help out um, families in need as it's getting a little bit colder. And obviously, holidays are always a time to help out. So Yes,
1: yes. Make sure that you make this an initiative. Not every one of us. Uh, is lucky enough to have that great Thanksgiving meal. So if you can donate anything, then go on to uh, 610sports.com, and the link will be on the very front page. So it's nice, easy there. Donate whatever you can so that we can reach our goal of feeding 1,000 families here in Kansas City.
0: There's a picture of a turkey. You can't miss it.
1: Yeah, you, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's it's right there. Like, you cannot miss that big old turkey on the front page of 610sports.com.
0: Thank you for donating. Uh, When we come back, we'll hear Mavericks. We'll hear Sporting. We'll hear Park University. Lots of stuff. Don't go away. And we are back talking Park University Pirates. Had a great visit out with them today. Been out a couple times in the past couple weeks. There, I just enjoy going out there. Uh, beautiful campus, if you have not been there. Uh, quaint little Parkville has a little bit of charm to it. But the campus is great. Um, so I had a chance to talk to Coach Cooper, the women's basketball head coach. Coach Klein, the men's basketball head coach. And even caught up with Coach Telemontes, both men and women's volleyball. We'll get to him later in the show. But let's hop right into hearing from Coach Cooper, a great guy in his ninth season at park um i really enjoyed hearing about his background in recruiting so he was a um he was in recruiting for quite some time but now nine years into his head coaching job let's hear from uh park university women's basketball coach cooper
3: preseason went well um i got a group of kids i went out and i only had five returners so i brought in 14 new kids and preseason they gelled together, and they came together real well. It's still a work in progress now because it's early, and um, we're 1-2 right now. Lost two games. We shouldn't have lost, but we learned from it, and we had two good practices last night to come in to get ready for William Woods um, tonight. So it's a work in progress. One thing I like to see is our defense. I'm a defensive minded coach, and our defense has improved or it's better right now at the beginning than our offense is as far as making shots and knowing what we're looking for on offense but our we've been turning teams over like we want to we just haven't been finishing once we get it so we gotta come together but when you got 14 new kids and everybody trying to learn a system everybody trying to come together and hopefully we'll be rocking and rolling in a little bit
0: so yeah learning a system is difficult 14 new players is difficult yeah who are some of the players that you lean on as expect to rise as leaders in a situation like that?
3: Um, well, my <clears throat> I play point guard in college, so I feel like the point guard is the floor general. You're the leader. So Katia Widode is a point guard sophomore. She, she played a lot of minutes last year as a freshman, and I'm looking for her to step up and lead the team. But I also have a junior college transfer in, Sarah Lamp, who's took over that leadership role, <clears throat> and Destiny Robinson also came in, stepped in as a... Um, she transferred in from a Division II NCAA. So th- th- those two kids have stepped up and tried to bring everybody together and keep it going. But I really need Tia to step up more in that sophomore role because she's the point guard, and she sees everything, knows everything to get everything going. And it's been, it's been going well. It's, I mean, she's improved so much from her freshman year to now. And the leadership that they showed in the last two practices after we lost to Evangel. Um, Saturday and came in it's been real good real good I mean energy in the gym Them realizing hey we let two slip away we can't walk in and keep letting them slip away because the season is short even though we go two semesters it goes by quick Mm -hmm. so
0: talked a little bit about your specific background in recruiting Mm -hmm. Uh, you brought in 14 new players what are some qualities about park as an educational institute that helps you bring in high-quality student-athletes?
3: I mean, Park is the campus is amazing. If you ever had a chance to walk through the campus and walk through the underground because it's built into the mountain and you go up top and you see the Missouri River flowing, I mean, our campus is beautiful. And when people get here, they fall in love with it. And it's a small school, small setting, so your freshman year, you might be in a class max of 30 to 35, but after that, it dropped down to the 20 range. So the professors know who you are. You're not a social security number. And the professors will give the coaches a call and be like, hey, she wasn't feeling too well today. What's going on? Where to talk to her and stuff like that. So it keeps everybody engaged and everybody wants that feel of knowing that, hey, I'm not a social security number. These people know me. They care about me. They want me to succeed. And it's been well. It works well for us because nice. of that.
4: Nice.
0: Well, Coach Coop, nine years in, uh, one and two on the season, heading to William Wood University tonight. What do you expect from William Wood specifically?
3: William Woods is always, they're going to be consistent. They're going to play hard. Um, they're going to try to backdoor you, knock down threes, and they're trying to make – they, they don't make that many mistakes. So you have to force the issue and speed them up. Sometimes they're not good when you speed them up, but they're just going to play consistent. They're going to do what they do and – you gotta be willing to stop it or step up. All right. So that's about it.
0: Good. Well. Good luck, and thank you for your time today. We we'll look forward to uh, tracking you all season long. And when can they catch? When can viewers, listeners catch you back at home?
3: We'll be back at home Saturday. Right. We play at one o'clock versus MoBap.
0: Great to hear from him and obviously looking forward to their big game this weekend. Also spent some time with Coach Klein, men's coach of 14 years, 14 seasons at Park. And he is a legend there. And I heard a really great story about him and a set of twins on his team today. Really good guy. Also, just uh, what he is building his program on coach klein thanks so much for your time today we're talking to you ahead of a road trip um but this is your 14th season where five appearances you've had at naia division two national championships i mean that's fantastic tell me a couple of defining characteristics of the program that you've built here
4: well it, it was already in place and we were just trying to build off what was done before we got here And we wanted to continue and bring in good student athletes that were going to work hard in the classroom and on the court. And we've been blessed to have good people supporting us, the administration, the president, and and we've had very good um, student athletes that understand, um, yeah, we want to compete on the floor, but we want to compete on the classroom too, because the ultimate goal is to get that degree.
0: Awesome. Um, A couple of guys I want to talk specifically about on the roster this year are the Rutland brothers. Not only are they starters and big influencers, but you have a fun story about their dad was your teammate in college.
4: Yeah. Um, I played with their dad, and the funny story is is, um, their dad played for my dad, I played for my dad, and me and their dad played together. (laughs) so now they're both playing for for me here and they'll graduate this year at the end of the year and then they've been very good and then their mom played at indiana tech as well and she was the point guard so uh the mom the dad and their coach now all played at indiana tech and we were there at the same time so it's a small world um they're very good people they're very good players and they understand the importance of getting that degree and um after this season, they'll have their degree, and, and then it's out into the real world. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Another guy, hometown kid, Blue Johnson, out of Raytown. What does he bring to the floor?
4: Um, Blue is uh, he, he's a great guy. And uh, this is the first year with us. So um, he's been here a short time with us. And um, you, you never know what he's going to say to you, um, but he means it and everything good. Um, he's done it so far in the classroom and he's done it on the floor and he's just he's, he's got a little ankle injury right now that he's trying to play through but um, he's been good and we, we expect him to be good the rest of the way out and next year and um, along with him being local and then we got a few other local kids that from the Park Hill School District that, um, you know, we have local ties, and there's very good players here, not just at the Division One level, NCAA, but at the NAIA level, there's good players out there everywhere.
0: Excellent. And speaking of the levels here, uh, took a couple losses early, but to ranked teams, so if you're going to go to somebody, it's got to be somebody who's ranked, right? How is that going to be a good start for the season?
4: Well, every year when we've started out in the nine conference um, we've usually played teams from the heart of America. In the heart of America conference, usually those teams are ranked, and we feel that we're not going to play anyone any better in our conference. Now, our conference is very good, but we think those teams we're playing in the nine conference will be almost as good as, if not as good as, Um, to prepare us and get us ready for the conference and sometimes you know right now we're one and three but those three losses we had a chance to win in the last minute minute 30 in each game and there's been seasons even the years we went to the national tournament we might have started off the year two and four two and three because we're playing a good schedule and um, that's what we want to do is try to prepare our kids for the conference try to finish at the top of the conference and then hopefully get a chance at the national tournament.
0: Excellent. Well, I really look forward to uh, covering you guys this year and best of luck tonight. When can we catch you back at home?
4: We will be here Saturday against Missouri Baptist, which will be another um, tough test. Um, tonight is William Woods. It'll be tough on the road. And Then Saturday is Missouri Baptist and Missouri Baptist was very, very close to making the national tournament last year. So um, our schedule doesn't get any easier, but I think the start of it hopefully prepared us a little bit because in our conference from top to bottom, just like the heart, it's good every night. You know you're going to have a battle, so we'll we'll see where we're at and we'll go from there.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you. And good thank luck. you. Thank you, Coach Klein and Coach Cooper. Thank you so much. I love hearing that both programs um, their values align as far as looking for good people who are looking, student athletes who are looking for, um, you know, you just place value on the importance of a degree. They're hard workers and providing opportunities for kids to be successful. So really appreciate both of them. Back in action uh, Saturday, 1 o'clock and 3 o'clock, I believe, out at Park. I will be making the trip out there. Hope that there's a good crowd. Uh, let's turn the tables to volleyball. So Coach Telemontas, uh has had a killer season. They were 29-1. and 1 going into the conference championship and we'll hear a little bit about what happened there and what is to come as far as nationals. All right, joined here with Park University Women's Volleyball Head Coach. Coach Telemontes, good to see you again. Nice to see you, too. Let's get updated. Last time we spoke, it was Senior Night Game Day, uh, and you have had a little bit going on since then. So Senior Night went well.
5: this
0: did. It. Always good to celebrate the seniors. Uh, but then we had the AMC Conference Championship Game, and yep. the girls fell to number three seed, Columbia. So yes, tell us about the game, the matches, and how that actually, like we just talked about, could be used as a positive.
5: Well, yeah, actually that's exactly what we said after the match. Um, Columbia College is a great program. Um, three, We played them four times in the last two years, um, three of the four went five sets. So we know it's always going to be a battle. We beat them earlier in the year in five, so we were expecting the same thing. Um, we got up to 0 we had a chance to put them away in three, and we just, Columbia made a great run at the end, and momentum went their way, but, you know, after the match we weren't really that too upset. We kind of knew we had a chance to put them away, and we had kind of been flirting with those kind of matches all season because we just haven't been good in the fourth set. So my team was angry, they were motivated, and so I think it was the best thing that could happen to us because the last two practices have been very good.
0: How does a loss mentally help kids or teams who don't experience that all the time?
5: Well I think the it's just human nature, like you just get happy, you relax. And so the two best ways for us to motivate athletes is either put them on the bench or we take a loss. And the bench is always very dramatic and something I try to stay away from as much as possible. Um, but a loss is very easy. They are focused. Um, they will watch more film. They will get back in the weight room. So, you know, I, I you know, you never want to lose. We were 29-0. We were undefeated. Um, we went from number one to number two in the country. But our goal is to be there for the national championship game. So the team that I've seen on Tuesday and Wednesday was not the team that played Columbia. And so... I'm very excited to see this team play in a week and a half.
0: Very good. Uh, last time I was here, I got a chance to catch up with Donna Gomez, standout senior, who actually mentioned she referred back to that 2016 loss and actually named that as one of her most memorable moments here right. and how the team responded. In regards to the team, um, this is now going to be challenging for you as a coach. So you're allowed to take 16 girls. Yes. So tell me about how you're going to create that roster of 16.
5: Well, that's the tough part because um, obviously the varsity group, our upper group, uh, is 29 and 1, but our reserve team was 20 and 3 this year. So we, I mean, we've had two phenomenal teams, and so we're trying to whittle the roster down to 16. So we're training 18 to 19 a day with the understanding that only 16 will suit up. They've been great practices, and um, it's going to be a tough conversation coming up soon. But you know, we'll take our best 16 this year, and I mean that'll give us the best shot as a program to bring home a national title.
0: Excellent. And now you've got a little bit, you've got two weeks off now, mm-hmm. so we'll head out the Sunday after Thanksgiving. You'll go up to Sioux City, Iowa. Now walk us through um, the levels and just the sequence of this national tournament.
5: So um, they'll seed you. After this Friday, after this Saturday, it's the um, NAI playing games. So there'll be um, 24 teams playing for the final 12 spots. The top 20 seeds get a buy straight to the final site. Um, once we get there starting Tuesday, it'll be um, eight pools of four, so there's 32 teams. Um, top two from each pool will advance to the elimination round starting Friday. So, to win the whole thing, you need to win seven matches in five days. Oh, God. So, yeah, yeah. it is, um, I've never been around, I've never been part of anything so grueling because you've got the best teams in the country. So, every day is a battle. Um, when you talk about 2016, we went five on day one, four on day two, a five-setter on day three when we were down 0-2. Then the next day in the elimination round, it was five sets in the morning, a four-set went over number one on Friday night, and then a four-set loss in the semifinal. So, I mean, it's, it's grueling. That's why picking the 16 best players is really important for us because our depth is going to be tested.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is exhausting just listening to it all. <laughs> so imagine playing it. So then it goes knockout round, sweet 16, elite 8, Semifinals and then the championship. Yep, Saturday night. Saturday night. Holy smokes! Well, we obviously are pulling for you here in Kansas City. Um, looking forward to reporting on some positives coming out of that. <laughs> you will. Um, but let us know when again will they will you receive your seeding?
5: Sunday. Sunday. We know we're the number two seed overall because we're ranked number two in the country. Um, but Sunday, all the playing games will be done, and then we'll get the pool draw, who we play, and time Sunday.
0: All right. Well, best of luck to you, and uh, we're pulling for you.
5: Thank you very much.
0: That was Coach Telemontes, volleyball at uh, Park University, both men's and women's, but we're focusing on women's right now. When we return, we will hear from Coach Dixon of the Mavericks and Coach Peter Vermees of Sporting Kansas City. And moving on to the 9-1-1, Kansas City Mavericks with the best start in team history. I got to got a chance to catch up with Coach John Scott Dixon after the game this weekend. Nine-one and one start on the season, best thus far. How are you feeling about that?
6: Oh, you, you feel good, and, and it's always good to have a good, you know, a good start. But uh, you know, there's still 61 games left, and I know that's cliche, and coaches all say that. But um, you know, we want to make sure that we continue playing the game the right way, and, and uh, hopefully, we can keep getting wins
0: multiple guys scoring but Mark Cooper his 7th game in a row um, what is what are your thoughts on him
6: He's just he seems more patient with the puck he's just he's playing uh, a 200 foot game I think he's plus, uh, 14 uh, I think him and Worms are both high up on the plus minus so um, they're just they're playing 200 you know 200 foot game and when you play uh, the game the right way things go go well for you
0: Things going very well for them 6 and 0 at home 9 1 1 on the season stay tuned for more Great stuff out of the Mavericks. Turning the tables over to Sporting Kansas City. Let's jump right in to hear about uh, hear Peter Vermees' thoughts on the match last weekend. Okay, um, first of all, just general thoughts. Um, how the guys handled the crowd and utilized it to their advantage.
6: I think um, it's actually a really good question because a lot of times what happens is, is that when you play at home, you almost feel this pressure to, to, to entertain, to, to run the game, do all those things. As I told the guys, it's going to be 90 minutes. We already the crowd's are there for us, so you don't have to win them over. You just need to make sure that you work hard because that's the one thing that our crowd respects about our team. We always we live every, we leave everything on the field, and I thought the guys did that, and I think uh, it showed throughout the game, especially when we needed them. Sort of in that little flurry at the end, you know, they started cheering, and we're like trying to hype the guys up. So that was a that was a a big aid at a really good time, and I think that's because there's a there's a different type of relationship between our fans and our players. It's not just uh, they're just here to watch a game. I think that they get how we play.
0: Yeah, they're, like, educated. This
6: yes, time. yes.
0: Um, specifically, I know it's Beisler, and y- you always expect everything out of Matt, but he just seems to be in rare form lately, especially today winning the balls out of the air.
6: Yeah. Um, yeah, it's um, a really good question. Last, last game um, I said the same thing to him. I said the last couple of games he's been unbelievable in the air. I don't know what's gotten into him, but I really like it he's been he's been killing it, and so uh yeah, let's hope it keeps going because we need that tandem between him and Ike being able to just control the air and they did today and they, and he and he did in uh, at third place as well, so it's a good thing, and I just hope it continues.
0: Hoping it continues, possibly eight trophies for Sporting Kansas City. Let's not jinx it, but great weekend uh, coming off of Chiefs, Mavericks, and Sporting Kansas City looking ahead. Park is this weekend. High school football is this weekend.
1: Rockhurst and uh, and Blue Springs. We also got Chiefs, Rams, Monday Night Football.
0: Lots of good things going on. Please check out, if you haven't yet, 610 AM Sports Radio to help 1,000 families is our goal. Um, over at Della Lamb this Thanksgiving. We're out of here. Thanks for tuning in. Catch you next week.